the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And on this Thursday edition, uh, we got to look ahead because the divisional round is on the horizon. And we got a game coming up here on Saturday between the Baltimore Ravens and the Buffalo Bills. They are on the professional gridiron. And Lundy, I, it baffles the mind. I still don't understand it. I think the odds makers have drinking every last drop of schnapps because J.K. Dobbins at DraftKings Sportsbook right now is at plus 120 on an anytime touchdown. A guy that scored in seven straight games. A guy who since week 11 has eight carries inside the five that he's converted for those seven touchdowns. It doesn't it's- make any sense. And that's why you got to pay attention to this stuff. Look, I mean, here it was, I think, yesterday afternoon, and I even said out there on Twitter, oh, the gambling gods like me because our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook are already posting the player props. I didn't even have to wait around getting ready for this weekend. But, yes, that is a prime example of digging through the weeds and finding a gem. Yes, and thank you, DK, for posting those nice and early. So those of us uh, with certain habits uh, can pounce like a panther on some of these early value lines. And look, if you want to get in on some of those player props in the NFL, if you want to get on the NBA, night number two of the NHL college basketball. Thanks, Mac McClung, for sinking my parlay and the Texas Longhorns last night. Maybe you're going to bounce back like me. Do so right now. At DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And if you haven't tried out DraftKings Sportsbook yet, what are you waiting for? To celebrate this year's football playoffs, DraftKings is giving all new players a chance to bet on any of this weekend's professional football games at 100-1 to 1 odds. That's right. All you got to do is bet $1 on any football game this weekend. And if your team wins, you cash a hundred. Look, we're all excited for football, but of course, don't forget about all the NBA action, all the college basketball action, daily odds boosts. That's what DraftKings Sportsbook provides to its customers each and every day of the week. So here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN. T-N, when you sign up, they get 101 odds on any football game this weekend. That's code F-T-N for new players to get a shot at $100 on any football action this weekend. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, let's get to this hashtag tequila Thursday edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, let's talk a little college basketball. Like I said, man, I got to wash away the bitterness. It was going to be a spectacular night, then it just turned into another ho-hum evening uh, with that Mac McClung clutch long-distance jumper to sink the University of Texas Longhorns. I think it was the first time ever that uh, Texas Tech had won in the Shaka Smart era at UT, and it was their first top-five road win ever. So hat tip to Chris Beard and company there. Uh, let's go out west because points should be a plenty uh, between Pepperdine and Gonzaga. This total has skyrocketed. 
Uh, when I woke up to you know get everything prepared for the podcast this morning, it was sitting at 164. It's already jumped up to 166, and that may still be too low in this game. Look, I know the Waves haven't played due to a COVID shutdown since before Christmas, December 23rd, and <laughs> welcome back. You get Gonzaga, right? But you look at uh, this game. It's all going to be up-tempo. It's going to take your breath away. Uh, Gonzaga, number 10 in the country, does the tempo. Uh, Pepperdine loves to run, too. They're number 124 in that category, so they will play up to that pace. We know about the Bulldogs' prowess offensively. 1.235 points per possession. 60.4 effective field goal percentage. 65.22 point percentage. Number one, number one, number one in the country. And they generate a second chance, close to 35% of their possessions. The Waves, they do attract the whistles, and they really make their hay at the free throw line shooting 79.8% as a collective. So, you know, they're going to have to try uh, to get to the charity stripe and convert on those freebies to keep this thing even remotely competitive. And Pepperdine is one of the best teams in the country in terms of sharing the sugar number 17 and assist to field goals made. If Edwards and Ross can drain a few threes, either Zags do what the Zags typically do. Uh, this game's got Gonzaga 100 to like 80 written all over it, and a simple math there, that's 180. That's well north of the 166. So feed or follow my over, in which Gonzaga's done this in 7 to 12 games this season, 166 between the Zags and the Waves. I will follow on this one, and I'm with you. This thing just keeps moving. Here's the thing. since it, Depending upon when you listen to the podcast, if this, if this keeps moving, I'm comfortable up to about a 170, 171 mark before I maybe start getting a little bit nervous. So even if this thing creeps up by the time you get a chance to listen to Brad and I, I think you're safe even if it gets up to that 170 mark because these are two teams that are going to go back and forth. I'm with you. I think Gonzaga pushes the century mark with their total. So if Pepperdine can keep up, uh, and we know from a pacing standpoint they should be able to, if they can keep up, it shouldn't be that difficult to get up into the high 160s, low 170s, and then as you said, Anything after that becomes gravy if they creep even higher. Run up the damn score, Mark Few. Number four. All right, let's go out to the Pac-12. Uh, so we're going to stay on the left coast. It is the best coast after all. And let's talk Washington, USC. And the Huskies fade has been quite profitable this year, Lundy, as Washington UW is 2-8 and eight. ATS on the season, and I think they're going to extend that record to two and nine uh, in the wrong direction. You look at the Huskies; uh, they're more like crusty Chihuahuas on offense. Uh, they are number three hundred and thirteen in effective field goal percentage, number three twenty-seven in the country in three-point percentage offense at twenty-six point seven percent, and in Pac-12 play, a disgusting zero point nine three three points per possession scores. So there's definitely a lid on the basket for Mike Hopkins' club. And you look at these last three games against high-level Pac-12 competition. They've gotten blown out. Colorado lost by 23. Arizona, 27. Stanford by 16. USC, uh, they are very stringent in a half-court setting defensively, number 12 in the country in defensive efficiency. They like to slow it down. They get their defense set. They have length and athleticism to disrupt inside. Uh, and that's why they're number three in the country in two-point percentage D, giving up just 39.2% inside the arc. Uh, and knowing the shortcomings of Washington defensively, they've allowed 1.115 points per possession on defense in Pac-12 play. The Mobley brothers will make some cash money for you if you are backing SC like me, minus the 14. So, Lundy, fade or follow the USC Trojans against those downward dogs of Washington. 
All right, so two things on this one. First of all, Washington sucks, okay? This team <laughs> is bad, y'all. They are really bad. I do, however, think the two touchdowns could be pushing it just a little bit uh, in terms of what to expect down the stretch. I could, th- I do think that this is one that could be sweating. I'd feel better if this were at about 12 and a half uh, as opposed to 14. So that part I sweat a little bit. I know we talk about the alt-line parlays. This might be one. I'm definitely going to – I think I'll follow because I do think the, the – the Trojans will take care of him because Washington is just that bad. But that number does make me a little bit nervous. This is one, if we were looking at an alt-line parlay, I might try to bring that number down just a little bit, maybe closer to 11 uh, or 12 right in there, give myself a little bit of a cushion. But just because of how bad the basketball is in Seattle right now, I'll go ahead and follow. A little bonus time! If you want to go alt-line, yeah, go ahead and uh, you know tease that sucker down to wherever you're feeling comfortable. Maybe it is 10, 10 and a half, 11 and match that with a tease-down Belmont line at Tennessee Tech. The standard line is minus 12.5, so get that under 10. Slap it together with USC on an alt line. Uh, get plus odds. And make some cash money, baby. Number three. All right, let's move on to our MonkeyKnifeFight.com Monkey Knife Fight Player Prop of the Day presented by, you guessed it, MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Not familiar with MKF? We'll go there. Have an MKF in good time with some of the player props that they offer across the spectrum of sports, uh, whether it's the NFL, whether it's the NHL or the NBA. We're going to get to a pick in the association here in a minute. All you got to do is this. As a new user, sign up with a promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN. And when you plug that sucker in, you get a free $5 game on the house. Again, it's just more or less over under on all of your favorite players and stats at monkeynightfight.com. And uh, again, let's go to the association. Let's go right here in our backyard. The Denver Nuggets at the Ball Arena hosting Draymond Green and Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. And and I like the PRA, points, rebounds, and assists, over on Draymond at 19.5. Look, this is a ninth-best matchup, according to the Advanced EVP NBA tool at FTN Daily, for a dimer. And that's exactly what Green has been operating as a point forward for Steve Kerr's club. Uh, He's got back-to-back games with 10 dimes. And you look at Denver. Uh, they have struggled defensively this season. Number 25 in the NBA in points per possession allowed at 1.105. Number 25 in the NBA in three-point percentage surrendered as well at 39%. So the inside-outside game could be in full force tonight for the Warriors in green. Looks like he's really rounding in the form here, Lundy, these last couple of games uh, going 7-6-10 and 10, uh, against the Pacers and then messed around, almost had a triple-double against the Raptors going 10-10-9. Remember, he missed training camp of the preseason with a foot injury, but his usage and minutes are going up. And a guy that's just a smorgasbord of statistical goodness, uh, I think will easily get over this 19.5 points, rebounds, and assists combined. Fade or follow that over on Draymond. Yeah, Denver not playing defense like they did last season, especially the way they played some defense uh, within the Orlando bubble. So I'm going to follow on this one because I think this 19 and a half should be pretty easy. Again, you kind of do it by matter of elimination. You talked about the fact that he's dishing the ball out the way that he is. To me, if you look at his assists and rebounds, I think he's probably good right there for somewhere between 14 and 16, just in those two columns alone. So all you got to do is hope that he can flush a half a dozen to you know eight, nine points for you. He doesn't necessarily have to be a double-digit score. 
scorer, which if you go back and look at the last few games, he really hasn't been um, a double-digit scorer, but he's making it happen with the rebounds and assists, filling up the stat column there. So unlike what we've talked about, for example, with Jeremy Grant, where he's pushing a lot of it with his points, (laughs) with Draymond, he's actually pushing it with his rebounds and his assists. So if he can pop in, like I said, somewhere between 14 and 16 in his rebounds and assists combined, I feel very confident that he can also get some points, especially if they take advantage of the times that Nikola Jokic is on the bench um, and Green can get out there and utilize his, uh, you know, the ability he's got to move on the court and some of his size. I think he can hit this 19 and a half. I'll follow. Yeah, hopefully Green will pull a grant and cash yet again on another over. Number two. All right, let's go back to the college basketball hardwood. Let's talk a little Big Ten action. Purdue, Indiana. A rivalry there in the Hoosier State. This game being played in Bloomington. And I am on the visiting Boilermakers. Boiler up! Plus four in this contest. Uh, Look, I I think Purdue has the size uh, to be able to crash a glass and neutralize the paint of Indiana. Of course, with Trace Jackson Davis, one of the best postmen in all of college basketball. Uh, 55.8% of IU's points come uh, from inside the arc so far here in Big Ten play. Now, Purdue's going to have to minimize the turnovers. That has been a bugaboo for them for much of the season. They have coughed coughed it up on 19.4% of their possessions so far in league action. But the inside-outside game, uh, particularly a Travion Williams, who I think is one of the craftiest big men in all of college basketball and a premier finisher there around the 10, uh, he'll be able to kick it out outside. Stefanovic, who's shooting 49.3%. Newman, who's shooting 40% from downtown. Thompson, over 40%. 41% this season, and IU's D has come a bit unraveled so far here in Big Ten play, giving up 1.046 points per possession and 37.3% from uh, beyond the arc. So in the end, I think four points is too many. Uh, it's going to come down the waiting moments, and I will say this, Lundy, if uh, I've watched now Purdue probably six, seven times this season. They get themselves in deficits. Uh, they get in trouble early on in the second half, but they have another gear that they can tend to kick in with their backs against the wall, and they always make it competitive right there at the final buzzer. So that's why I think Purdue will race back, score the cover, and hopefully score me some cash in the old pockets as well. So fade or follow, Matt Painter's Boilers plus four against Archie Miller in the Indiana Hoosiers. I will follow on this one, but why can't we hey, – sidebar, why can't I get a PRA on Jackson Davis? That's what I want to know with the way that <laughs> – Because we live in Colorado, out. bro. That's I know. Why. That's, what, that's what I need. I need a damn PRA on that kid because watching him play is a ton of fun. Yeah, I mean, look, Purdue trying to – what is it? They, if they win – if they can actually win straight up, it'll be their eighth in a row uh, against the Hoosiers. Indiana hasn't beaten Purdue since February of 2016. Yeah. pre so yeah, Indiana's trying hard right now to break that streak, but I agree with you. I think Purdue's going to keep this one close, and therefore, if you're going to give me four points in this kind of matchup, uh, I'm going to take it. Yeah, even if Armand Franklin returns from an ankle injury for the Hoosiers, I am all about Purdue. Number one. All right, let's go back out west of the Continental Divide. Let's talk San Diego State and the pride of Logan, Utah, the Utah State Aggies. And I'm going to go with the home team here. Yeah, I know it's all neutral court environments. Uh, but I think Utah State, this could be a statement game from them. Uh, I know they're unblemished right now in Mountain West play, and they have beaten up on the dregs, the keg of the conference, uh, teams like San Jose State, Air Force, New Mexico. They're terrible, no doubt about it. And San Diego State, is they're going to be their 
stiffest competition, not only in league play, but the entire year. Uh, but I think the Aggies have the size to really stonewall San Diego State in the interior there with Kata and Bean. Uh, this team gets a ton of second-chance opportunities, a 41.8% in offensive rebounding in Mountain West play. So that's, you know, 41.8%. They're generating a second-chance dance. And you look at the Aggies, uh, they're number one in eight different defensive categories. So, yeah, they've been beating up on the lowlights of the league, but they're doing it in convincing fashion. They've only given up, Lundy, 0.712 points per possession in six Mountain West games. That's unreal. Uh, And I think the rain game outside will also be critical in this game. 44.1% of San Diego State's points are scored on those money balls, uh, particularly with Shackle and Gomez, both those guys shooting over 40% combined. The Aggies, they don't have a bunch of stiffs along the perimeter either. Miller, Anthony, and Ashworth all shoot 39-plus percent along the arc. So in the end, uh, with Utah State only laying one point, un punto, I think they will win this game in the final moments and assert themselves atop the Mountain West standings. I think they're for real, folks. Fade or follow the Aggies minus one against San Diego State. Yeah, I'm with you. I think some of the folks that are picking against uh, the Aggies for this game are doing it at what you just said, based on the fact that they really haven't played anybody. They've played some of the some of the worst teams within the Mountain West, but they're also kicking the snot out of them when yeah. they do. I mean, yeah. it's not like they're just squeaking by with these W's. They are winning and they're winning in convincing fashion. I mean, heck, go back and look at the game uh, on New Year's Eve. They beat Air Force 83 to 48. I mean, they absolutely are kicking the crap out of these teams. And to me, that means something. Yeah, I know you're not playing great teams, but you're also not playing down to their level. You're playing at your level and you're beating them big. And I think that plays well for the Aggies. I am going to follow on this one. I think they take care of San Diego State, then get ready to turn around and try to do it again with that back-to-back because they'll play them again on Saturday. Yeah, that's right. That's the beauty of the Mountain West and a lot of the smaller leagues that are out there right now in the college basketball landscape. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Faith the Noise Podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. You can follow me at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you? Kindly really helps out this program tremendously. And check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, and FTNBets.com and use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S to score a 10% subscription discount today. And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the Noise.